Lynn Fraser is going to help your finances get into shape. Financial Fitness with Lynn Fraser on Family Radio CHRI. Good morning and welcome to the Financial Fitness Show with Lynn Fraser and Dave Van Noppen this morning. Good morning, David. Good morning, Lynn. Nice to have you back. It is good to be back. It's good to be back in Canada. I love Canada. I love Canada even more than I did before. I really love it now. I know you didn't hear the show last week and we didn't blame it on jet lag, but I know that jet lag lasted a, a few extra days, maybe longer than uh, than you anticipate, right? Oh, it was crazy. Well, there is a 13-hour time change, so... Um, I've heard it said that it takes an hour or a day for every hour. And I always said, oh, well, that might be everybody else about me. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> the older I get, the more, the longer it takes. Anyway, that's just, that's just life. So uh, this morning, David and I are here to discuss mortgages. And why do we want to do that? Because it's the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. This time of year, people are either buying a home or renewing their mortgage. It is the time of year to take a look at it. And there's all kinds of things in the news that we want to talk about. So um, we want to hear from you this morning. We know that you have questions about your mortgage that uh, we are prepared to answer. And the phone number here is 613-247-1886. So we encourage you to give us a call this morning with your mortgage questions, and we're eager to answer them. Mm-hmm. You can send an email to financialfitness at chri.ca, or you can tweet at Lynn Fraser MTE. So I think we've covered all bases. Okay. And so we let's know how go. to get in. So one of the things I thought we'd start with, Lynn, is, is um, not only is there lots of uh, kind of energy around the mortgage right now in terms of, you know, you're seeing interest rates and there's a buying culture right now as the spring, but there's been a lot of changes in the industry in the last 24 months uh, that people may not know about, which is going to change their mortgage experience from here on out. So maybe sure. you can just start by, by highlighting maybe some of those big changes. Okay. Well, and there have been numerous ones. I mean, the, the whole purpose of uh, many of these changes was the federal government was imposing some changes so that it slowed down the real estate market. Why? Because they knew the rates were low, the rates have to go up, and, they were, and people were still on a buying frenzy. So they were trying to curb people's appetite for borrowing. I'm not convinced it's worked, but, um, but that was the purpose. So... Um, with the uh, one of the things that they've done is shorten the amortization, the maximum mm-hmm. amortization right. on mortgages with five percent down. Right. So what used to be, you know, two and a half years, three years ago, you could get a a forty year amortization, and that means your monthly payments would be, you know, seven or eight hundred bucks on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar home. Be down in in that, and that makes it affordable for those people that are just getting into the market, right? Yeah, or it made it affordable to buy a house that was 350000 when really the right thing to do would have been buy a house of 250000 Correct. So, so that's a big change mm-hmm. because that affects the monthly amount that you're going to pay because we've shortened the amortization from 40 to 30 and now, now 25, right? Huge mm-hmm. difference. Um, another one of the changes is in the refinance market. For a period of time, in the last 10 years, I would say, more than ever, people have been using their homes as an ATM. Mm-hmm. So they would run up their consumer debt to buy cars or lines on lines of credit, vacations, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. They, would, they would run up their consumer debt. And then when it increased to a point where it no longer was comfortable, they would use the equity in their home to pay off their debt, to consolidate. 
And, and, and mathematically, that kind of makes sense in the sense that you're paying two and three and four percent interest on your home. So why wouldn't I you know, jump yeah, it on there? Um, yeah. I mean, and certainly the banks promoted that, mm-hmm. right? Consolidate, 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 because they know that most people will consolidate every two and a half years given an option, provided that they don't change their spending habits because after they consolidate, their consumer debt comes back. And so um, the government, in order to uh, prevent people from continuing to use up all the equity in their home, imposed new rules. So now, rather than being able to refinance to 95% of your equity, of your value, mm-hmm. they dropped it to 90 and then 85, and now it's at 80%. When you refinance your home, you can only use 80% of the, the equity, of the value. So what that means is there isn't, any, there isn't equity to be used to consolidate any longer for right. many people. And that's that's a bit of a shocker for people, you know. Yes. Again, bringing that back down to our, our baseline, I've been you know got a mortgage two and a half years ago. You know, stuff is happening. It's on the credit card. It's I'm paying the minimums or I'm paying that debt off, and that's getting burdensome. It's getting overwhelming on a on my daily cash. I say, okay, now it's time to consolidate. I've done it before. But they mm-hmm. can't do it again. Can't do it again. And so in that case, um, people are actually going to have to create a plan, mm-hmm. a strategy mm-hmm. on how to manage their debt or how to get out of debt without consolidating, which really speaks to what more than enough is about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and if you if you want to hear that other strategy beyond consolidation, last night you were at the financial fitness seminar, which yeah. we do the fourth Thursday of every month. Um, every month, it's uh, it's free. It's for the community. You want to see a different strategy about how to do that? Then you got to come to that seminar. Yeah, I know people think I'm a little crazy because I'm a mortgage broker, and mortgage mor- brokers make money when they do consolidations for people. <laughs> so mm-hmm. why would I want to teach strategies to get out of debt without using consolidation? Well, it's because that's who we are. Mm-hmm. That's who we are. More than mm-hmm. enough, we are financial fitness coaches. And licensed yeah. mortgage agents working together. We, I mean, again, as weird as that sounds, we actually want to get people out of debt, like yeah, totally, for at like for life to, to for live debt free. So we, we get to celebrate when we actually have clients of phone in and say, I just paid off my mortgage. And as crazy oh, as that yeah. sounds as a mortgage agent, you're going, Hallelujah. Yeah, let's celebrate. <laughs> right, we want to celebrate it. with you. So our phone number here is 613-247-1886. We want to hear from you this morning with your questions on your mortgage. If you have questions about rate or term or amortization or when do I renew or why should I renew or uh, when should I lock in? All of those questions, we're quite willing to answer those this morning. I should just highlight that I, I mentioned the, finan- or the financial fitness seminar the fourth Thursday of every month. If you want to register, it's info at morethanenough.ca or you can call the office. Lynn will give the, the number later. But, you know, hey, uh, we love doing that and we love doing it for a room full of people. And it is it's transformational. It's fun. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And we've got and we've got a homebuyers workshop coming mm-hmm. up as well. Um, and so give us a call and we'll get you all the details if you have an interest in going. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do that once a month. Uh, we combine our efforts with the Decker team. So it, that's also fun. Mm-hmm. And um, anyone that is looking to purchase a home or knows people that want to buy a home and want all the details, and then that's the place to go. Great, great way to, to, to look at the overall picture. And we wanted to go there a little bit uh, today when we're talking about mortgages because 
one of the things the banks are, are telling us is, is it's all about interest rate. And so lie, speak to that. Lie. Speak to that, Lynn, <laughs> and t- tell us wh- why it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. So, um, in fact, one of the major banks just advertised uh, yesterday or the day before that they were dropping their rate to 2.99. And so everybody, you know, our phone started ringing because, oh, wow, this is an amazing rate. Shouldn't we be able to do that? Well, you know, from 3.04, it's really a 0.05% difference, which is nothing. You have to say that slow for those not math-minded people. Okay, (laughs) so (laughs) a normal five-year fixed interest rate right now is 3.04 or perhaps 3.09. And so advertising a 2.99 sounds really good. It's like, you know, like when when you're seeing the the sales in the the retail store, it's $1.99 or it's $19.99 instead of $20. Well, it's the same thing. It's really not a savings. It just sounds good. So over a period of five years, you know, that mortgage has potential to save a few hundred dollars. Right. Uh, but in reality, the caveats, the, the clauses that are within that mortgage me- makes it not worth it. Right. So, so that, that advertising of 2.99, um, although you'll get that rate, there is a lot more to a, the mortgage than just the rate. Is that what you're saying? Hugely. Hugely. You know, th- marketing really does focus on that rate because that's what gets the phone to ring. People have been educated very well by financial institutions to watch the rates. Right. So that's what they play with. But really, the, you know, it's buyer beware because, you know, that particular mortgage, if in any time in that five years you had to break that mortgage, you would pay double penalty. Right. Dump, almost, yeah. Uh, and if we reference that back to what you said, that that a vast majority, I think that the, the percentage is 80% of people will remortgage before their five-year term is up, yeah. then there is a penalty cost. Every time you renew the mortgage, um, there's a penalty. And you're saying that penalty could be double, which will far exceed that $100 savings. or $200 savings that you, you would have experienced at shopping the best rate. Yeah, the whole plan is to get you in and keep you in and keep you there. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, it's all about their profit. So, um, David, we have uh, some email questions this morning. It says, is now a good time to use the equity in my home to purchase additional real estate to in- to grow my investments? Um we do yeah. a seminar on that. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. Um, and Lynn, you can speak to the specifics of that, but it is really a specific, um, you know, it's unique to each individual um, situation. And, and really, it goes back to what we were just talking about, that mortgage is just part of your whole financial plan. Exactly. And, and so your mortgage will either... Be it will facilitate your dreams and goals and your purpose, or it will inhibit your dreams and goals, your purpose. And so the only way to know what kind of a mortgage is it, <laughs> is it, is, is it, it, does it fit within the strategy? So you create the strategy first and then find a mortgage, right? right? And so if um, buying an investment property fits within your overall strategy to achieve your goals and purposes, yeah, then it's a good time, mm-hmm. right? It'll always be a good time if it fits within the strategy. Right. And, and, that, and there's a myriad of factors to consider. You know, there is interest rate. There is equity. There is family situation. So some of it is math. 
Yeah. And some of it is not at all directly related to math. You know, uh, are your parents going to move in with you in the next number of years? Well, that's a, if that's a possibility, then maybe buying a rental property isn't the best time. You know, there's all so Lots many to things. Think yeah. about. So our phone number here is 613-247-1886. We encourage you to um, provide, we encourage you to call us because we've <laughs> got the answers to your questions and I, we know you've got questions. Absolutely. Actually, there's another question on the email there. So why don't you go ahead, Lynn? So it says, silly question. There are no, no such thing as silly questions, only silly answers. So silly question, but how do I pay my mortgage off? If I have a five-year mortgage amortized over 20 years, should I renew at the 15-year point for a 15-year amortization? So that's, there's, that's a very wordy question, but it's a good question. It's a long one. But <laughs> so should you, reduce the amort- should you renew to reduce your amortization to pay it off faster? And the answer is no. <laughs> No. Um, most financial institutions do have a clause within the mortgage that says you can increase your payments mm. or you can pay lump sums. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you decrease your amortization. Right. So you don't need to break a mortgage and pay a penalty mm-hmm. to decrease your amortization. Right. Maximize. That- and again, those, those extra payments that you make whether it's every month you put an extra 50 bucks on or whether you get your tax return off and and you say, I'm going to put a lump sum on, every time you do that, that goes directly off the principal. And then the next payment, of course, is is saving you interest. So, you know, that reduces your amortization and reduces the amount of loan quicker. That's true. Now, there is, is, um, I'm going to kind of make an addition to that. Because if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, and you are looking at how do I d- pay off my mortgage faster? How do, I, how do I get my amortization down? Now we need to make sure that you're with a lender that will give you maximum opportunity to do that. But it comes back to the mortgage strategy. Mm-hmm. Look at the strategy mm-hmm. first. So then, if I'm thinking of selling one of my kids and my mortgage is coming up for renewal. Which one is? Uh, <laughs> I like your kids, David. I might want to buy one. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we can talk about that after the show. But, you know, re- realizing that there is strategy involved that is totally disconnected from, from the mortgage, but certainly plays into that whole decision-making process. Very much so. Okay. So interest rate is part of that decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, you, mm-hmm. know, the, you know, the idea that interest rate is everything is not true, but there is an interest rate component that we need to take into consideration, but there's a whole lot more we need to look at in the picture. So um, regardless of what your situation is, whether you're looking at whether your mortgage is coming up for renewal or whether you're looking to buy another property or investment property or whatever the case may be, make sure you're with someone that will work with you to create a strategy first. Okay, so you got to answer the question about interest rate. You know, we've got variable, we've got fixed, we've got one, two, three, four year. Uh, how do we decide? How, how do our listeners decide on, do I go with a variable or do I go with a fixed? Let's start there. Okay. Well, first of all, we have to take a look at the world economic conditions if we're going to think about variable. Right. Right. Do we have reason to believe that the interest rates are going to increase? Yes. Yes. Do we have reason to believe that they're going to increase dramatically? They have to. Do we have reason to believe that they're going to increase dramatically relatively soon? I don't know. <laughs> That's a really good question. As a layperson, I'm just answering as a layperson and going, um, I don't know. You tell me, Lynn. You're the expert. 
Uh, that's a really good question. Mm. Um, and nobody really knows because the rates have stayed down way longer than we think, we, we, we expected. But New Zealand has started to raise their interest rates. Mm, they did. And so there's every reason to believe that the other countries are going to follow suit, mm. probably sooner than later. So before you... It comes back to mortgage strategy, David. If Sometimes the variable rate will work if it's part of your strategy, there's enough room, you are a risk taker, and you can build in enough component to handle the risk, and you're plant paying it aggressively. Like There's lots of things in that strategy to consider before you decide is it fixed or variable. Okay. And so we have a call, and so I want to take that call. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning, Naomi? I'm doing great, thanks. Good. How can we help you this morning? Yes, um, I just um, asked a question. Um, I'm almost due for retirement in about a couple of years. Yes. And um, I'm kind of planning my retirement. But my mortgage is uh, due for renewal of 2016. So at that point, I'm thinking if I up the years up and make smaller payments, I could possibly still live in my home for a much longer time. But I know that I can never pay for the house. I just bought it a few years ago. Oh, so, wow. This is a wonderful question to ask. In fact, there is a um, there is a uh, show that we did a while back with mm-hmm. a lady that had a similar situation when she came to see us a number of years ago and who's was coming up for retirement, wanted to make sure she was strategically placed to be able to do that. So, um, and you had her on the show with I you. I had her, yeah. I had her on the show. So actually after we, after we hang up, Naomi, I'm going to ask Daryl to take your contact information. I will send you a link to that show because it's, it's an amazing show and it answers your question very well. Okay. But Really, it comes down to strategy, again, to mortgage strategy. Your mortgage will either be an impediment to your future or it'll be part of what facilitates your future. So um, what I would do in your case is take a look at your income, your income now, what your income is projected to be in the future, your assets, any other debts, and, and create a spending plan for now and for the future and then figure out where your mortgage fits in that. And so it's not an easy answer <laughs> without okay. without more information. But, but One comment, and, and I'll, I'll just throw in there, yeah. Naomi. You're asking the right question at the right time. Mm-hmm. You're thinking ahead, and that in and of itself is going to be a, a, incredible because, you know, you can meet with Lynn. You can gather some information before mm-hmm. you have to make these these major decisions, and you can set yourself on the path that says, okay, I, you know, I might have to sell the house in 10 years, but up until between now and 10 years, I can live in this house and know that I can. That's great. It's great to know that if, if that's the way that it works out. So you're asking the right questions at the right time, for sure. Okay. Okay, so we're happy to help you with that. I'm going to ask Daryl to get your information, and we'll be in touch. How does that? That sounds great. Wonderful, yes. Naomi. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Have a great day, and God bless you. Thanks, you too. You're Bye. welcome. Bye. So we are thinking now, uh, wait, no, there is another email. There's another question, oh, well, David. Oh, we love it. <laughs> Go for it, Lynn. <laughs> so is there ever a reason I would want to have a maximum amortization period, meaning 30 or 40 years, beyond keeping the mortgage payment low? Yes? 
Uh, well, first of all, 40 years aren't out there anymore. Um, there was one lender that had 35 years a little while ago. I don't know whether they still have it or not. On a So what would be the situation yeah. where you may want to stretch out that amortization as far as you can, whether it's 35 or 30? Um, you know, what would be that situation where you'd want to do that? One situation you might want to do it is on an investment property. Because mm-hmm. if you keep the payments low on the investment property and then accelerate the pay down on your personal home... Mm-hmm. The, the mortgage on your investment property is tax deductible where it's not in your personal home. Right. So provided that you're not extending both out to 30 years, <laughs> <laughs> but if extending one out to 30 allows you to accelerate your personal one, it can save you tax in long run. And then once your personal home's paid off, then you focus on the rental. Right. So what's the um, advantage or, or disadvantage, I guess we can look at it either way, of um, having the 30-year the or the longer amortization? Should we, should we always be looking to shorten that and shorten that and shorten that as we, we go through? No. There's other circumstances where you would want a longer amortization. For example, if you're in a situation where you have consumer debt, mm-hmm. And you need, you want to snowball that. You've been to the financial fitness seminar. You've learned how to get rid of your consumer debt. Um, ideally, you may want to lo- keep the payments lower on your mortgage while you really focus on your consumer debt. Once it's gone, right, because that's higher interest rate, once it's gone, then you can focus on your mortgage. That's another circumstance where a longer amortization is good. And what about the, the first-time home buyer? I'm thinking of, you know, the 25-year-old who says, okay... I want to buy my first ho- house. Maybe I didn't go to university and I'm working in a trade. I've got my down payment saved up. You know, when they think about it at 25 years, that means they're 45 or 50 and the house is paid off. Providing. Providing they don't renew and renew. That, that they don't consolidate. I mean, it's the set it and forget it strategy with my personal home where you say, okay, I'm over a 25 year am. I'm just going to pay it. Of course, the interest rate will change four times if you if you do lock in for five years and so forth. But that's that's a bit of a strategy as well. Yeah, well, 25 years isn't too bad. I really had a trouble with the 40-year mm-hmm. amortizations because you, you don't pay anything off. Right, yeah. <laughs> like you go years and years. The, the, it was just a, it was licensed to print money by, for the financial institutions. Um, but yes, for a first-time home buyer, a longer amortization is generally necessary and often wise to allow for room for other things. Like I have many people that come to see me who want to buy a home, but they're also thinking about, I want to be, I want one of the, one of the spouses to be home with the kids. Mm-hmm. And so I always say your, your priority is your family. And your, and your home and your money is comes way right. further down the list. So so yes, focus Again. on what's important. Make sure that you've got um, you've got a spending plan that allows your family to focus on the on their priorities. And right, and, and that's, a, that's a that's a kind of a, a moral or a family decision that you're making. I'm going to be we're going to be a single family income. I'm going to you know I want my wife to be home with the kids or or whatever. But you know making that moral decision that affects the financial decision. It yeah. says okay uh, we're going to stretch the amortization. We know we're going to pay more interest, but that's more you know having my wife home or, or me being home with the kids is more important. So. So we have time for one more call. The number here is 613-247-1886. If you have any questions about mortgages or mortgage, yeah, mortgage-related questions for renewal or buying, by all means, give us a call. 
David, we have another question. Well, good. How about I read this one? <laughs> I, so, I think that's a great idea. You know, um, there's one, that, and, and uh, the reason I'm asking this is because I'm going to ask you directly, Lynn. Do mortgage brokers really add value, or will my bank uh, match whatever rate they find? Oh, that's just the wrong question, <laughs> right? Cause we, we already You've said, never got that question before, I, I, I don't right. think. <laughs> so do all mortgage brokers add value? No, right? Because in many cases, mortgage brokers have been educated the same as consumers have to focus on right, to focus on right, to focus on right. So no, not all mortgage brokers will add value, but many will. Um, one of the advantages that a mortgage broker has is that we can shop all the financial institutions to determine what are the best products and the best rates for our clients. So in that way, mortgage uh, agents or mortgage brokers have an advantage. So um, it's kind of like the guy who's you know, going to the restaurant and you know, a, a mortgage broker has access to the full buffet of products, mm-hmm. whereas you know, a bank has simply access to the, the salad bar. Yeah, I like I, it. <laughs> can you tell I, like, I, like, I missed I, breakfast this morning? Yeah, I was going to say, know? I like salad. So, um, <laughs> but not that it's not that either one is a bad thing. And that's, I guess, the point I'm trying to make. It's not that it's bad, but there's just so many more options, so many more choices, so much that, that you may not fit into the salad bar option, and yet they're going to try and squeeze you into the salad bar option. And, and really, that's, I mean, again, it's not to say that it's its bad, or but there's just way more options out there that, that may fit your situation. And the truth is, David, frequently, at the end of the day, your bank will match the rate that the mortgage broker mm-hmm. could get. They could have matched it right from the beginning. They could have given you the best rate up front. Generally, they won't. They want to play a marketing game with you. So right. um, unless you have a mortgage strategy, I don't care where you go, mm-hmm. whether it's bank or, or mortgage broker. If you can get a real, someone that's going to spend some time, take a look at your f- overall financial health and your, and your goals for your future, and then find a product to fit within that, wherever you can get you that, go You did say for that it. on the radio. This is a recorded show. You, uh-huh. know? <laughs> <laughs> you did say that you don't care where, where they are. And, yeah, uh, well, and I do, yeah, I know. And, but I do care. I do care because I do know I don't know of anywhere else that you can get the kind of service that we offer, and that's that's the truth, mm-hmm. and I'm and that's recorded too. <laughs> and you can you're free to challenge me if you find another place where you can find someone that actually will spend time with you, creating a spending plan and a budget, and talk uh, uh, mm-hmm. your, about your mortgage strategy in that light. I'd like to know because I'd like to hire them. Mm-hmm. There you <laughs> go. There you go. So that's thrown out there. So there you go. Good. Um, Any so, other last tips that we need to cover? I, th- I think, we, let me just review. Uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, a lot about interest rates. We talked about, you know, the amortization and some of the changes that are in the industry that, that have been going on. Um, and, you know, maybe it may be a little bit tougher to get renewals now than it did the last time you got your mortgage because all of those changes have come in in the last two and a half, two years. So, so recognizing that. Um, what else did we cover, Lynn? Um, we covered a lot of things, <laughs> but should. I'm, I'm thinking that, um, if you have questions, call our office at 613-520-4157. We're happy to take a look mm-hmm. at your personal situation, create a strategy with you and make sure you're prepared for the future for the best 
options for you. Right. And so, David, our time is up. I want to stop and wow. pray. Okay, well, we better do it. Because <laughs> I know there's people listening that, that look forward to the prayer. So, Father, we just thank you that you are at work. And I know, Lord, that for everyone listening, you have a plan and a purpose. And your plan, Lord, is to provide well for them. And we don't want to give any more than is absolutely necessary to the financial institutions because we want to keep as much as possible available to the kingdom for the kingdom work and the kingdom purposes. And so we pray, Father, for wisdom and discernment. Bless them as they make their decisions in the future. And we just thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Time is up. Have an amazing week, David. Um, Next week, we have a great show coming up. So everyone listen in. And we'll look forward to spending time with you next week. Have an amazing day filled with hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. God bless.